Hello everybody, it's time for our weekly Jimmy and Redders NRL podcast and the great man is here, Jimmy Newburn, fresh off a win with Lakes United over Cessnock last Saturday, Jimmy, win by the gutter. That first, uh, Lakes had a good win and I believe you scored a try, my friend. Yeah, the mighty third grade boys, mate, another win, so yeah, a couple, a few in a row now, mate, I think we're sitting up third now, but yeah, managed to get over the line again, as did um, as did the inspirational captain Potsy, so I suppose we'll give him a wrap, same as we'll give him a spray every other week, but yeah, it was a good... Um, Good effort to Saturday afternoon. Very good stuff. What was the final score there, Jimmy? Uh, 34-6. 34-6. So, nice half-time lead. And took the foot off a little bit, I guess, in the second half, but um, 24-0 at half-time sort of, sort of put us over the line there. And yeah, I was uh, at main this weekend, so we'll see how, um, see how we go there. Is that at Carl Oval or up there? No, up there. Up there, mate. So, yeah, okay. nice, little, nice little away trip for the boys. Sounds like good fun. Jimmy, um, we'll have a just for everybody. We'll have a bit of a look at the quickly at the origin at a predicted Australian side, and then what we hope will be a round of uh, NRL. The COVID's starting to really take take effect across the country. Uh, another sport that we both love. The AFL's in all sorts at the moment with all eighteen sides in Melbourne now. So interesting times, my friend. Interesting times. I thought New South Wales were in third gear for most of that game against Queensland. However. I don't think Queensland were quite as bad as people make them out to be. They could have scored three or four tries. Yeah, absolutely. Just, just the, the polish, I guess, that the, the Queensland just didn't quite have the polish there and a little bit of lack of direction from the halves, not sort of been on the same page. But geez, New South Wales are a, are a good side. Um, yes, they like are. 40-20, the, the DC almost kicks, sort of goes in and the intercept doesn't happen. Who knows what um, Who knows what could happen back into that first half, but... Right. A um, couple of defensive efforts. Trebojevic stripping the ball from Coates. Admittedly, Coates had the ball in the wrong hand, if you want to be technical. And then To'o uh, stripping, I think it was Kai Felt. Was it Felt on that right side? Um, going the trail, into... the trail had the strip, the one-on-one strip. No, right. no, 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 no. In, in, inside the goals, uh, To'o got the ball off the Queenslander, uh, whacked it out of his hands, and then they grounded the ball inside the, um, in between, over the, over the try line. Um, um, yes, yeah. Yeah, I know, I know, I know the strip. I think the strip was um, Latrell. Was that on Gagai or? Maybe Gagai, yeah. Yeah, it might have been Gagai. Um, or in fact, it might have been Jai Arrow. I'm not quite sure, but it was. It wasn't Coates, but they, their defensive efforts were outstanding. And it is a. And we'll talk about this now. We'll lead on to it. Paul Gallon and, and Phil Gould. I know you're not a big Phil Gould fan, but they've come together and actually agreed on something for a change. They've come up with their predicted Australian side if everybody was fit at the moment. And I'll read it out to you because it's actually quite fascinating reading. From one to, to from one to eighteen, uh, Tedesco at fullback, Ado Karen to the wings, Trebojevic and Mitchell the centres, Luai and Cleary the halves, Cook at hooker, the prop Sofiti, and then a, 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 a slash line here for Jake Trebojevic if fit or Junior Paulo, Felice Kafusi, who's one of the very few Queenslanders in the side, Tarek Sims and Isaiah Yo. I mean to change bets. Cam Munster, Cameron Murray, Payne Haas, and a bracketed Jai Arrow or Angus Crichton, and Jack White would be the 18th man. Um, I reckon that's pretty close to being right. 
Um, they specifically mentioned that they've chosen Kafusi as a specialist right side player. Your thoughts on that side, Jimmy? Um, going thinking about that side. Oh yeah, on, on current form, it's, uh, they're all New South Wales players, by two or three. Um, Luai slash Munster, I guess, is is the the one thing Munster hasn't done a whole heap through the series. So if it's based purely on, on the, the origin form, and whatnot, Luai Luai certainly got the nod over him, and, and Cleary clearly over over DCE. Um, Interesting with if Harry Grant's fit, whether whether he pops into a 14, but he's obviously not fit at the moment. Jake Trebojevic a prop, whether he plays there or, or plays as, as a lock off the bench. But, yeah, certainly, a, it's, it's hard to argue at the moment. Um, I'm sure there'll be a, few, a couple more Queenslanders in by the end of the season when the test matches come up. But, but yeah, very hard to argue with, I think, was that um, 14 or the 17, I think, New South Wales. Yeah, if, if if Arrow and Munster and Kafusi play, it's 14 of the 17, with Kafusi being the only Queenslander that they've chosen in the starting side. And he is he's in great form, admittedly, Kafusi. So that I thought that was very interesting to talk about as well. But, uh, yeah, Origin has a, a rest for a couple of weeks. And, of course, we still don't know where Origin 3 will be played. Um, I'm assuming, Jimmy, that you might be queuing up if that's going to be played at the Newcastle International Sports Centre. That would be a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity if it came about. Yeah, I think, um, unluckily for me, I think it is, um, I don't think I'm on base just there. It'd be nice to, um, it'd be nice to get along there. Obviously, tickets, um, tickets would go, I reckon, in the first two minutes that they went on sale. Yep. So it'd be, a, it'd be like, um, hands teeth trying to get the tickets. But yeah, absolutely. It'd be fantastic. Um, Newcastle Stadium, certainly capable. All about the, the capacity issues, but certainly shown over the years it can host um, host bigger events. It's hosted the soccer rules a few times in the Asian Cup semi-finals and whatnot. So no doubt that, that they could handle an origin now. Like they had a test match as well, so and, and the rugby union test. I was going to say there's been rugby union internationals played at the at, at the sports centre. So now look, I I understand that Melbourne and Canberra are also on the loop. I understand that, but for mine, um, I'm a bit biased here because I live close by and. I'm involved with cricket in Newcastle. I would love to see um, an origin in Newcastle. I think the atmosphere would be... You can have you can stick Lang Park and Townsville. The atmosphere at that joint would be electric because I think most people are pretty smart. They realise this is a once-in-a-generation opportunity. I just think it'll be a wicked night out. It'll be fantastic. I think at the moment, that's gonna it's going to really depend on the restrictions. At the moment, outside of Sydney, being locked down, the... The capacities are still only at fifty percent. The rest of New South Wales, so they'd have to obviously increase one hundred percent to have any chance. Otherwise, I think you'll find that it'll go up to Brisbane or or down to Melbourne where they can actually get a packed house. But um, yeah, certainly if it goes one hundred percent. There's no reason why it can't um, can't be there. I think Rabina might be might be one of the options if it in fact goes north of the border. But COVID's so bad now that you don't know what's going to happen. So we'll watch this space for that one couple of phenomenal games this week, and they're actually in the first two nights of football. So tomorrow night, the Thursday, the 1st of July, it's the Roosters away to the... That's interesting. Um, I've got this game. I think you'd agree, Jimmy. I've got this game listed, Roosters and Stormer at McDonald Jones. Do you agree yes, with that? Yes. Thank yeah, you. Yes, in Newcastle, yes. Yeah, but yes, it was due to play the SCG. They shifted that last week, so it's actually in Newcastle this week. So I actually think there'll be some people... Newcastle-based Roosters fans, so... Um, there's a lot of them. I think it'll be a good crowd, actually. Um, it'll be 50%, I think. But, yeah, they'll still... Yeah, which would be about 15,000, I think, they'll allow in there for, um, for that. So, again, the Roosters in the Storm, that game's on Thursday night. That's at McDonald John Stadium at New Lambton. And on Friday, the early game, around the corner from our place, is the Warriors hosting the Dragons at Central Coast Stadium here in Gosford. 
And the Channel 9 game, and this will be an absolute cracker, and Parramatta have never got a bit better chance, uh, I would have thought, to get Penrith. It's Penrith hosting the Eels at Blue Bet Stadium in Penrith. That's the Channel 9 game on Friday night. Saturday early, it's the Dogs against Jimmy's Eagles at Bankwest Stadium. That's a day game at 3 o'clock. The Twilight Games, the Raiders hosting the Titans. Gee, the Titans will want to have their long long gear out and heated things. It'll be um, uh, benches. It'll be cold at Joe Stadium in Canberra. Then the late game on Saturday night is the Knights again. So a bit of a festival of football this weekend. The new at the at, at McDonald Jones Stadium in New Lambton. The Knights hosting the Cowboys with the Cowboys coach Todd Payton in fourteen days of isolation, which came out today. The Broncos um, host the Sharks at Lang Park in the early game on Sunday, and the Channel Nine game on Sunday is West and South, and that game is at Leichhardt Oval um, at four oh five p.m. The first two nights of games are crackers, and then after that, there's some reasonably uh, easy games to pick. The Roosters and the Storm, Storm coming off a state of origin. The Storm have never got a better opportunity of putting four points on Pen- putting an extra point on Penrith. Uh, obviously, I'm tipping the Roosters, but quite frankly, if the Storm are anything like what they've been up to, the Roosters aren't a bad side, but they're not a top four side. I think the, the Storm would have to be strong favourites. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. and I think it's, the Roosters just not quite the. the- the players that bad for the last few years, and yep. they're still doing really well to, to be where they're at. The Stormer, Stormer, probably the, depending if Cleary, I know he says four to six weeks if he misses any longer than that. Storm probably going to favourites for them for the whole comp, but um, agreed. Very good side, very good side, Melbourne. I think um, Bellamy's mentioned Welsh or Kafusi, one or both may have a rest, but but I think they've got they've got the depth to cover that. So um, yeah, I think I think the Storm up in Newcastle will be some that. A lot of Newcastle-based uh, Storm and Roosters fans get a chance to go see the team play. So, um, yeah, I think the Storm win. I don't think it's a blowout or anything like that, but but I definitely think um, definitely think the Storm wins. Uh, look, they're strong favourites. Obviously, I'm tipping the Roosters. Um, but just, just an indication where the Roosters are at. There's no way Roosters' sides of old would have been 30-4 to four up against the Gold Coast and had to win at the death. They'd have pounded them. So that gives me an indication of where my mob are. On Friday early, it's the Warriors and the Dragons around the corner from our place here on the Central Coast. Um, the Warriors have been tumbling a bit. They're, they're struggling, obviously, being away from home again. And I like the Dragons here. Yeah, it's another one of those coin toss ones. The Dragons, as we mentioned last few weeks, you just don't know which Dragons are going to turn up. They've been really good and they've been really bad. Where The Warriors, I've gone, gone with the Warriors, but, but yeah, by a couple of points, with the teams of Lesniak and Chad Townsend, uh, they push straight back in the mid-season signings for the Warriors. I think they'll they'll certainly add add a bit. Two of us goes to fullback. Unfortunately, Reese Walsh going out, but um, and a couple of the Warriors out with with, with the COVID thing. They're on they're on an airplane, I think, with a flight flight steward that was that was positive, unfortunately. So they've done all the right things, but but have still had to sit out. But um, yeah, Dufty's back for the Dragons, which is which is a big boost. But I don't, just I can't trust the, the Dragons with any with any confidence. I guess you can't really trust the Warriors the whole way either. But I'm guessing there'd be no crowd given that given that Central Coast in the Greatest Sydney or classified Greatest Sydney. I'd imagine um, closed doors there in that game. So that's my understanding. Not that I would have expected a big crowd anyway. But um, yeah, I'm, I'm going to pick the Warriors, but but with no. Um, with no great confidence. There's quite a lot of St George supporters up here. And in fact, the, 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 the when games are played here, there's actually some reasonable crowds uh, for rugby league anyway. Unfortunately, my Mariners can't draw more than a, a, the, the, my extended family, but that's another matter. Um, now, Friday night, the biggest game of the weekend is Penrith and Parramatta. 
this is the Channel 9 game. Of course, the big news, Nathan Cleary out four to six, and I suspect that might be season with him. I think that shoulders are much worse than they're letting on. Um, I think this is a phenomenal game. I find it hard to tip, but I'm only going to go Penrith just because they're at home. Yeah, I think the, the boost for Parramatta is probably the, the lack of crowds. Um, once again, Ben in Sydney, I think it'll probably help Parramatta scores not having a, a rabid Penrith crowd behind them. Yeah, Cleary goes out, but, but Lou White Burton into the halves. And when, then with all the other Origin guys playing, I think they'll be fine. Uh, Lou White, I, I think Lou White plays seven for New South Wales in the third game with um, with White and Gunner five eight, but Burton goes straight for the centres and and they they bring Brent Naden back in. Brent Naden goes back in with Dylan Edwards out with Staines pushing the fullback, which is interesting. Um, but yeah, they're, they're a fantastic side. Yes. Um, all the other guys, I can't see everyone else, anyone else missing. I think they'll all back up. It's it's just like a normal backup from a Sunday to a Friday game, um, as they would week to week. Um, Seabass back to the Earls, which, which helps. It'll help with their go forward, um, coming out of their own end and, and a few tries for things. But, but yeah, Penrith, you, you can't tip, I can't tip against Penrith, even with Cleary being missing. Um, if Parramatta a half a massive chance, but just fair for Penrith's sake. Penrith, I think they'll just keep marching on them in Melbourne. I'm not going to pick against them at any stage um, in the in the short term. Um, and our mate Justin Daly, big Parramatta fancy birthday today as well. So happy birthday uh, to the Juice! Happy fiftieth Juice! Um, <laughs> He's going to love you. Um, yeah, no, we certainly saw Dawn Dawn Gold Dawn Gold birthday cake. He locked up a lockdown birthday this year, but. Um, yeah, you certainly have a good day. I feel you had a good day, mate. Um, but yeah, I think um, I think Penrith win that. Um, probably ten points. Okay. Um, now, um, mainly odds on. In fact, almost unbackable against the Bulldogs. Bulldogs have got quite a few players. Dylan Nup. Dylan Nup. It's interesting to see that the, the two of the players that got pinged for uh, COVID are Dylan Napa and um, Josh Dugan, Jimmy. And uh, both of those two are, are resident road scholars, aren't they? Not. And yeah. yeah, sadly, you can't put brains in statues. Unfortunately, the dogs are bad enough. And some of the, the more experienced players going out and, and doing what they've done. I think they've had one, two, three, four, seven changes, seven outs from the previous game. Which, with a side that's struggling and a side that probably hasn't got the greatest of depth, um, probably not not ideal that that's happened. There's a few guys in that looking at the Canterbury team list. I've not heard of about four or five of them. So. Um, Flanagan's playing. Sorry, uh, yeah, Kyle Flanagan's back, which was and good on him. I, I, he's, hopefully, he does does pretty well there. Apart from lose the game, it would be nice to see him. He's probably been beaten up a fair bit um, as a player last few years with the Roosters and then then Canterbury signing. So hopefully, he goes all right. But but yeah, Turbo Turbo Saab and Garrick could um, could certainly have, potentially have a field day out wide. Um, Cherry Evans has been in good club form. He hasn't been. In, wasn't fantastic at Origin. He was pretty poor there, but pretty club form's been good. And I think Manly, Manly should be able to do the job pretty comfortably in that game. But you can't um, can't go into it too easily. Hopefully, um, Trent Barrett brings his own um, chairs to sit on on the sideline as his whinge when he's at Manly. So it'd be good for good for Desi to get one over the top of of, of our former coach. Very good. Good to see that there's no bitterness or grudges there. The Raiders and no, no grudges, mate. No grudges. Best, okay. best coach that Manly's ever had, I think. Uh, Trent Barrett. <laughs> okay. Yes, I'll, I'll, I won't go there either. Um, the Raiders and the Titans, neither of them have been impressive. The Gold Coast couldn't honestly, 
I reckon that the Lakes United third grade side would cause the Titans um, tr- trouble down their right flank. Honestly, their defence is um, porous. I just while you're there, I actually got onto a live feed from the Titans last game on YouTube. And there was this interesting young bloke talking, getting lots of comments on YouTube. I found it. I actually asked him a couple of questions about, I said, why is their defence so porous? He said, finally, a sensible question. And he said, I can't answer that. He said, they've got great attack, but they just can't defend. And I can't see the Raiders losing, particularly in cold weather down there at, at, at Bruce. Um, the Raiders for mine, because I think I'm off the Titans. I don't think they'll go anywhere near the eight. I think that they're very ordinary. Yeah, definitely agree. Um, I think everyone with that um, at home. Jared Crave is back, which is fantastic. He's, he's been a good servant for him, the captain, and has been out most of the year with a knee first time, around seven. So first time since then, um, Tomoko comes back out. But yeah, Cam, the, the Titans, the you'd, be, you'd be jumping on Canberra, it'd be almost the highest scoring team of the weekend if it wasn't for sides like Canterbury playing against some some strong attacking sides because the Titans will concede 30 points. They may score 20, but they'll concede 30 to 40. Um, Brimson comes back. I guess that's, that's a positive for him. And again, Kevin Proctor comes back. But um, yeah, the, the, the Raiders really, if the Raiders can't do the job there, they, they're going to struggle to win, win games in the back end of the year if they can't beat the Titans at home on a Saturday night. So. It's, um, if you look at the, the if you look at the if you look at the Titans pack, there's actually some quality in there. Wallace Clark, Big Tino, Proctor, Fafita, and Peachy. They can actually play. Um, Fodawake is there as well. So. Sorry, Fodawake is there. Yeah, it is actually on paper a good pack. But when you've got a guy like Kelly, Kelly's not a bad footballer, but his defence is not his strong point. And as you said. Um, the, the idea of some of those Canberra backs, um, especially Jack White and a couple of others and Rapinoe and Croker getting into these blokes. I, just, I can see Canberra scoring 20, no, 28 to 36, to be quite honest with you. Now... Yeah, Greg, yeah, Jared Croker. Certainly have back in and, and kicking a few goals there, I reckon. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And he's a, he's a very good goal kicker as well. Now, the Knights and the Cowboys. Uh, the, the prodigal son returns, I believe. Uh, Kalen's back and... And, uh, you know, I just hope he, hope he can get through the game. Mitchell Pierce is playing again. Um, I see no Bradman Best in the side. The Saifides are in there. I just, um, the North Queensland Cowboys have been patchy. David Clemmer's playing as well. So they're starting to get some of their names back. I, I This is tough for me to pick. I will only pick Newcastle because it's at New Lambton, and that's the only reason why. Yeah, the, the Knights, I think, win that. Um... Right, I think they're realistic. It was 3 o'clock on a Saturday afternoon, is it? Um, yes. No, no. Knights and Cowboys, half-past-seven-thirty-thirty-thirty-thirty-thirty-thirty-thirty-thirty-thirty-thirty-thirty-thirty-thirty-thirty-thirty-thirty-thirty-thirty-thirty-thirty-thirty-thirty-thirty-th
yeah, I think there's points in the game both sides. Oh, absolutely, could be could be another high scoring game as long as the weather's okay, which it's predicted to be. The early game Sunday, I can't see anything other than the Sharks giving the Broncos a nice old touch up because the Broncos are quite. Oh, I, I, well, this is a long time. I've been watching the Broncos play since for thirty three years. I think this is the worst Broncos side I've ever seen. Yes, which says a lot considering they got the spoon last year. It's it's certainly it's certainly different. To the Broncos sides I watched as a kid growing up um, yep. through the 90s, Langer and Walters and those sort of guys that, that fall for the Queensland side. I don't think I had an origin player this year for the first time um, in the last game. They didn't have a player. Uh, yeah, Payne Haas. Uh, Payne Haas, sorry. Uh, sorry, Queensland. Queensland didn't have a player. No, no and, and when you say that they had 12 of the Queensland side, they had 10 or 11 of the Australian side at one stage. Yes. When they won the flags in the early 90s against when they beat St George twice, they had a virtual... Their pack was the Australian pack, basically. Yeah, they were, they were an incredible side, that, that side of the early 90s. They haven't gone through to, to the Super League to the late 90s. They were, they were a pretty fantastic side. and Yeah, they're an absolute shadow of their former selves, the Broncos, and I think they've picked up four, three or four injuries today or yesterday in training they had a, a new condition that came in and four of them picked up soft tissue injuries that probably tells you they haven't been training hard if they, if they have one hard session in a week off and the trainer pushes a little bit and you get injured that probably tells you well yeah if, you, if, you, all season, if they're not if they're not accustomed to it now so they're in some milford croft oats mead osaka ricky stags which it's great to see stags play again because he's a new south wales origin um Candidate going forward and Kennedy and out go Asiata, Hunt, Cobbo, Pangai Jr. and Coates. So, yeah, look, another halves, um, uh, another halves pairing. Lodge is not wanted there. Um, yeah, look, I don't give it much. I wonder if Kobe Hetherington is another son of Jason Hetherington. I'd be interested to see that. He's playing off the bench for them. Um, and then the Cronulla, are, they're not a bad side, Cronulla, and they've shown. Five in a row, so yeah, that, and four games in a row, so. they they have, and they've finally got around um, Josh Hannay. They've really got around him. They've got a decent back line, some plays that can be very dangerous. Uh, they've picked up. Uh, they they've just they've they've picked up over the last five or six weeks, and as you said, they're going for five in a row. So look, oh, I can't see anything other than Cronulla willing than Cronulla willing comfortably. Yeah, absolutely, I agree. It should be that thirteen plus Cronulla. Um, yeah, it's a shame. It's a shame for some of the, the long, not long suffering Brisbane fans that the last eighteen months. I guess is a long suffering fan considering the success that they'd, they'd had over thirty years. But um, yeah, Cronulla pretty comfortable in that game. And the final game, the Channel Nine game on Sunday afternoon, is at the Leichhardt Oval, which everyone seems to have an, a mixed opinion on Leichhardt Oval. And I think a lot of people like actually being there, but getting in there and getting parking's not impossible. Um, the West Tigers hosting the Rabbits. Um, there's no way the Tigers are going to beat the Rabbits. No way in history. No, I think, yeah, like hard on a Sunday, Arvo is probably the only thing going for them. But there'll be no crowd. Um, there'll be no crowd there anyway. So it's. Yep. Parking should be fine this week, Redders, in, <laughs> in lockdown. Um, should be no issue whatsoever for the, uh, for the player bus to pull right up to the front door. But Latrell Mitchell's in stunning form. He's. If it wasn't for that suspension he had, I think, and given Cleary's outing, it'd be Latrell and Tommy Turbo fighting out the Dally M medal if, with Cleary burn out. But he's unfortunately had that four-week suspension, which will rule him out. But, um, yeah, I think he'll he'll have a field day. He's, let's say, at the start of the year, he's in for a big year. And, and you see how much he's matured, I guess, in the last 12 months. And 
one of the world's best centres, but back to fullback um, for his club side, which is a nice luxury he got. But, but they'll all play all the Origin players. The Rabbitohs are probably cheering. They've got five Origin players, and they get they get a full week's rest between between Sundays. So they'll be they'll be firing ready to go. Alex Johnson eight tries in his last three games, so he's, he's in try scoring form as well. But the Tigers, I don't see. It. Yeah, they're not thinking anywhere near it. Adam Dewey comes back, which which I guess if you're looking for a positive, there's one there. And Embi plays his 150th game, but. Um, yeah, Benji Marshall back at Leichhardt, um, back in the 14, back at Leichhardt, but I, I can't see anything but a South, an easy South win, um, oh. 13 plus in that game as well. Do, Jimmy, do you actually think that at some stage in his career that someone's going to speak to Latrell and say, mate, come with me for 12 weeks in the off-season, we're going to go get you going away and get him super fit? Because he's never been, he's always just had that little bit of extra weight. I just I shudder to think how could he could be if he was phenomenally fit. I just shudder if he was built like Greg Inglis or someone like that. I just he's frightening. It's just that body shape that he is. I think I said he's um, he just probably looks a little bit out of shape, but I, don't, I think physically he's fine. And he plays the fullback role in different ways. He's different fullback to, to Teddy and, and Turbo and those sort of guys. But it's the impact that he has when he runs through, and he's, he's similar to Inglis. The way that he, the impact that he has when he's got the ball, he may not get it as often as the other guys, but geez, the impact and the strength the bloke's got. Um, he's a he's a fantastic athlete. Um, his uncle, um, his uncle's a local AFL legend, uh, Morris Goolagong, who's a fifteen hundred goal kicker in the local AFL. He's um, yeah, he's, he's a fantastic athlete. He's well. Latron Mitchell's uncle. Yes, yep, and, and which makes Yvonne his uh, his auntie as well. So the, the former tennis star. Yeah, that's fairly, fairly nice bloodlines to have running through. It's an athletic sort of family. So that's where Morris Goolagong's from down there. Okay, that might, that, that begins to make a lot of sense. Okay, yeah, Yvonne from not to, comes from not too far where, where I'm from in the Riverina. So yeah, that that'll make sense. There, there were Wiradjuri people, which is interesting. That's Wiradjuri country. Okay, well that that's interesting. No, he's just superb. He's and. He seems very happy now, and um, as long as uh, I think he's dealt with a lot of the racist trolling, a lot of the stuff he's had a lot to deal with off the park. Some of which has been his own doing, and some of which hasn't. But he's been—he was phenomenal the other night. He was just extraordinary. And yeah, he, he stood up to that. The racist stuff there—he he stood up to it quite well. Which is, I think, he's—he sort of brought the brought the discussion to the front. He's, he's done a fantastic job at just calling guys out, and there's no there's no need for it. The, the, the troll—you don't have to like the bloke, but you don't have to. You'd have to jump online at the first possible moment and, and make bad comments and especially racist comments. It's, it's good that, that he and others are starting to call it out and, and get it into the public a little bit. Hopefully, um, it's the only way forward to, to call it out and guys start getting called out. And hopefully, we can move past it. You're always going to have idiots out there, but, but the less of them there are, the, um, the better we'll be going forward. Couldn't agree more. Lakes United have got the long trip to Abermain this. Is it Saturday or Sunday football for you this week, Jimmy? Uh, Saturday, mate, yeah. Boys, first grade's up at Cessnock, actually, but they're the, the, the third grade boys, which is what really counts, I think. That's what we like to think. But up to Abermain, so yeah, it's, you know, like they're, they're pretty good, pretty strong football side as well. So, we'll, um, yeah, certainly be a tough physical game. They love their football up in that part of the world. Jimmy, Jimmy's multi of the week. We're, we're due for one, I'm telling you. Well, we're overdue, Redders. Um, we'll have another crack at some try scores. Ladbrokes, um, we're going to jump on Ladbrokes for this one too because it's, it's about $3 more for it at the moment on Ladbrokes. But I just thought I'll stick to the Thursday-Friday games. We've got Brandon Smith's been scoring tries every week, so it's probably the week that he won't score, but we'll, we'll throw him in anyway for the storm. The block of cheese. 
Yeah, I think he scored in two or three games in a row. So over from dummy half somewhere there. Roger Tuivasa-Shek for the Warriors from fullback um, on the early game, and Stephen Crichton um, for Penrith. So let's go the three of them. Brandon Smith, Tuivasa-Shek, and Stephen Crichton for, for seventeen dollars. That's not bad odds for the Cheese, RTS and Crichton. Yeah, they're not bad odds at all. So, yeah, 17 $14.20, I think, on Sportsbet, and $17 on, um, on Labbrokes. So, um, always pays to, to shop around to get your best value, but as long as you do it responsibly. Very good. Yeah, long do it responsibly. Jimmy, thanks so much for your time. I'm actually looking, for, looking forward to catching up with you on some site. I haven't seen you in ages with going separate places and lockdowns and things, so it'd be good to catch up at some stage soon. Thank you so much for your time. And uh, yeah, all keep your greatest Sydney diseases and, and viruses in your um, in your own suburbs there, Redders, and we'll, we'll be nice and safe in Newcastle, mate. Not <laughs> a... We'll catch up in 2023. When <laughs> yeah, I'm getting a bit worried that I won't be allowed to go to cricket next year because I'm in New... I, I become a Newcastle person in summer, but, um, yeah, I'm, it, it's a bit of a worry. Um, it... Listen, Redders, with, the, with all the panic buying and that, have, have, have you and the lovely wife stopped up on Mr Sheen for, um, for when you've got to do your hat? No, James. No, I haven't. I don't, don't need any Mr. Sheen. Everything's going well here, and um, back, back, back at work every second day in Sydney. No, all going well. Thank you. Um, no, just, just, just a bit of concern for you, mate. Just making sure. No, you're no, no, it's going all right. Thanks. And how's the most important thing in the whole whole podcast? How's Byron going? He's all right. I think he thinks the human he lives inside at the moment, so it's, um, he's quite happy, especially around night shift. So he gets to spend a lot more time inside than, than he does outside. He's going all right. He's, um, he eats a lot. Very good. Jimmy, all the best on Saturday, and thank you so much for your time tonight. Thanks, Redders. We'll talk next week. Shall do. On behalf of Jimmy Newburn, this is David Redden. It's been our pleasure bringing you our weekly podcast. We look forward to catching up with you next week, and enjoy your football this week, especially the Thursday and Friday night games. East's hosting the Storm at the Newcastle International Sports Centre on Thursday night, and up at Penrith Park, it's Penrith hosting the Eels. On behalf of Jimmy, this is David. Goodbye for now.